Hi, welcome to this special edition of my podcast, The Death of a Glorious Matriarch. It is in memory of my wonderful grandmother, Gloria Elaine Hay, who I miss dearly. And this is my tribute to her. Um, So I'm going to start off by speaking about matriarchs. um, And that's what I considered my grandmother to be. She was a wonderful head of the family for many, many years, above her children and her grandchildren and her great-grandchildren as well. Um, So what I found out about a matriarch... um, when I was researching it on Google, they had a definition of a woman who is the head of a family or a tribe. And it could be a powerful woman as well. Um, And in the Bible, it regards um, women who are the head of a a family, a tribe as well, um, or sometimes even more than one tribe. Um, And leading women in the Bible were people such as Sarah, Rebecca, Leah and Rachel, um, they were the ones that were quite the most famous ones. We also have Lydia, who was also a tradeswoman, who was quite wealthy and well-revered in her community. Um, But at the moment, I'm just focusing on these four women. Um, If we started off with Sarah, um, her name can also be spelled as S-A-R-A-I. In the Old Testament, she was the wife of Abraham and the mother of Isaac. And Sarah was childless until she was 90 years old. And God promised Abraham that she would be a mother of nations, according to Genesis 17, 16, and that she would conceive and bear a son. But Sarah did not believe this. um, And she did in the end. Then we also had Rebecca, um, who appears in the Hebrew Bible as the wife of Isaac and the mother of Jacob and Esau. Um, According to Biblical tradition, Rebecca's father was Bethuel the Armenian from Padan Aram, also called Aram Naharim. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, and then we also have Leah, who appears in the Hebrew Bible as one of the two wives of the biblical patriarch Jacob. And Leah was Jacob's first wife and the older sister of his second and favoured wife, Rachel. And she's also the mother of Jacob's first son, Reuben. And then we then go on to after the biblical period of the mother, Rachel, who we also just um, looked at, continued to be celebrated as a powerful intercessor for the people of Israel. She's a younger daughter of Laban and the wife of Jacob. And Rachel is the mother of Joseph and Benjamin, who became two of the 12 tribes of Israel. And we can find those in Genesis chapter 35, verse 24, and also chapter 46, verses 15 to 18. So as we can see, these women, they had different roles um, and they were considered matriarchs in the Bible. But if we're coming to modern day society, we have matriarchs who usually are our grandmother figures. Um, They're not usually considered to be the wife of a husband in the household. Um, It's usually the grandmother and the grandmother is usually the the one who's wise, who um, makes all the great decisions, maybe provides for the family, whether it would be, you know, 
on a domestic basis or financial basis the grandmother is you know a treasured soul a treasured jewel in the family um that keeps them all together it's they're like she's like the glue and when i think of my grandmother you know she was the strongest woman i have ever met in my entire life and i mean it in the th- thought of she withstood so much criticism so much hardship um so much embarrassment as well um through things that she went through in her life and it didn't phase her you know she carried on and although it made her um you know a lot of the time she had you know um health problems and so on but she stuck through it you know she she came and she persevered i admire her because of her perseverance and you know she had to be strong and you know a lot of the times we always say you know be strong be strong women are strong and yes we are strong you know we have children we we are more emotionally available talking about our feelings and we can cope with certain things more so than men probably could right but we we're not probably physically strong as a man um and like you know i give that respect and you know um adherence to that <laughs> i know that you know my husband for example is physically stronger than i am and that is not something that you know i'm ashamed of or anything like that i know i'm as a woman that's how god made me um and so but however sometimes i think with society that when we're telling each other to be strong as women to women sometimes it can be um it can be it can be seen as overlooking the problem instead of kind of solving what we're going through right so yes it's good to be strong at times when we're in weak times if you know we're mourning or going through hardship financial problems losing your home your house whatever it is yes we have to be strong um i'm not saying that we shouldn't be but sometimes we just need to acknowledge that you know what yes it's a bad time that you're going through i'm here to support you because strength is something that we have to really dig deep to find right and we find it when usually when we're together with others um and not when we're alone so i just wanted to put that out there that you know f- for us women we need to make sure that what we're guiding each other to say is is going to help us flourish right we don't want to um miss out on key things that key and simple things um that can help us flourish we don't want to overlook it so that we don't um be so passive and unsupportive in a way when someone's going through a hard time um so my grand you know she was a fiery character she always was very honest and she always spoke her truth and she spoke the truth when it came to you know um opinions about 
other people's characters or if she's seen something that was wrong she would tell you it's wrong she was very good at mental arithmetic you definitely <laughs> couldn't um fool her when it came to maths okay um i remember a time when i went to primark actually um in the city center um and this was the primark that was opposite or near opposite the Odeon cinema in in Birmingham city center in town and there was a girl and she was scanning the clothes that she was buying and <laughs> i didn't realize at the time but my gran was watching her very closely um and she had scanned certain items twice and tried to um charge my gran more from what she actually had in the basket so my gran wasn't having none of it she was like look it's wrong you know check it again the girl's the girl was you know had a lot of attitude and she was like no it's right i'm not checking it again so my gran's like no call your manager get her here now so the manager saw the receipts checked the items and found that gran was right that she did um you know charge her more than she should have and that she had to rescan everything again um and as she was doing so um my grand said make sure you're doing it right and the girl <laughs> then replied well i am doing it right now just kind of like drop the situation and i thought oh boy this situation is going to get out and um and in the end i could just hear my grand kiss her teeth and it was just like just hurry up <laughs> and that was kind of like the the nice side of grand that she got at that day because boy if you know i think it was because she was grand was in public and you know i tried to calm her down i'm like grand it's okay she we're watching her closely this time and she did get it right but you know i think for a lot of young people they think that they're smart and they're like oh they see an old woman she's not going to know that you know i'm charging her more i'm just going to pocket the difference kind of thing um and gwen was just sharp until the day of her death at 89 years old you could not fool her with anything she was very wise um she was always family orientated she was ambitious when she was in Jamaica she helped her husband at the time with his businesses um even when he didn't really care much for it <laughs> um she always kind of helped with that and had bakeries and helped everyone around her who needed support um and that was kind of like a traditional mother figure anyway you know in Jamaican culture a lot of mothers they tend to help people who needs support in any way they can you know whether related or not and that's what i loved about her is that you know she gave when she didn't have anything always um and for her marriage you know she was married for 29 years and then she got separated um but she was still married until her death so she was married for over 60 years in the end um and she still had a great relationship with my grandfather um despite you know some of her stepchildren thinking otherwise she still had a great relationship with her husband um they remained friends to the end 
um, even though they were separated, they still saw each other. And, you know, she had that love for him um, that never went away, um, despite them not being together. Um, And unfortunately, you know, during those years of separation, she was forced to provide love as a father that only a father could give and that was especially when I came into the world um, and we moved over to England in around 1988 and 89 and um, you know she had to provide the support for me uh, that a father should have had Um, and you know Growing up without a father, it wasn't anything that really played on my mind, to be honest. I still speak to my father um, on occasion. I have no malice against my father. He's a great man. Um, And dad, if you're listening to this, I love you. And, you know, um, I have, have respect for you always. And, you know, my grandmother always told me that, you know, always respect your father. Um because he's your father at the end of the day. You have a dad, he's alive. Um, I'm just here to kind of support your your upbringing. And I've always stuck to that. And, you know, I've never kind of seen my father in a bad light. Yes, I always wanted my dad. Yes, that is true. I've never really said that to my mom or my nan, really. Um, but, of course, I would have liked to have grown up and seen how a father is is to me how a man loves a woman um and see how a marriage is and how a marriage can flourish and you know things like that of course and you know um with me being married now and having such a wonderful husband who's a great dad it makes me feel great to know that my children have a great father but also see as well the things that I missed growing up as a child. Um, And obviously, since I've been baptised, I've realised that, you know, obviously I have a spiritual father and so does everyone else who believes in Christ, right? Um, And one of the scriptures from Psalm 68, 5, which I love, is that a father of the fatherless and a judge and a protector of the widows is God in his holy habitation. We have a father, even though we may not have a physical one, a fleshly one, we have a spiritual father and he's always there. And he gave those kind of attributes to my grandmother um, to help me realise that, you know, okay, this is what they can provide, even though it's from a woman, right? But she had to kind of go in that place of being strict and stern and doing things, you know, traditionally what a father would do. And I and I appreciate that for her, but it must have been a heavy burden as well. Um, and, you know, she, we were a family of women. She worked hard to support us. She was a chef. Um, we, you know, she did everything for us to have a good life supported me in my education supported me having my child supported us going on holidays things like that right um I really respect my grandmother for and you know as a father fathers with her being married you know it would have been nice for my granddad to kind of like step up and 
provide everything for his children but obviously with women that bears a little bit of shame especially you know growing up in the 60s and and things like that it's a different mindset so you know if a man wants to be single and that's his life then he shouldn't marry right we all have choices that we should make um but going through all this hardship and trying to make our way in the world the scripture that brings me comfort is jeremiah 29 11. for i know the plans and thoughts that i have for you says the lord plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope he knew the plans that he had in store for my grandmother for us for my mom for how well and how far we have come and i thank the lord for that and i just miss her food <laughs> you know gran gran was you know best known for her food her baking um and for her beauty as well back in the days she was a very beautiful woman um she was a model in her time she used to model bridal wear um and she used to model different trends in the 60s in department stores she was great um at it and she always used to kind of be confident in fashion and what she wore and knew herself you know what i mean she was it was great to see that um and she always used to encourage me she'd be like look jess like you know fix up yourself when you go out yeah put on your makeup make yourself feel good <laughs> that kind of thing you know um because i'm always really humble i don't really wear makeup unless i need to um but you know gran was very stylish she you know she always wore her makeup every day dressed up she loved fine clothes um she was very funny and you know it she was just a great soul to be around um and you know as part of growing up children as well she had to cope with her stepchildren which i mentioned before but out of all of those things um especially in regards to losing her children um she lost her sons her two sons um she remained strong and she was in a lot of sorrow for a while and one of these scriptures that i have found which was psalms 40 verse 2 he brought me up out of a horrible pit of tumult and of destruction out of the miry clay and he set my feet upon a rock steadying my footsteps and establishing my path the lord established grand's path he established her path for us um and you know the things the roots and the 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 travels we've been on through life really shaped us to be a family that has grown closer together and i think the wisdom and the character that she had has also impacted my life and i try to carry that with me <laughs> a lot of my character traits I find that growing up with a grandma in the house, you tend to kind of mirror some of 
the views or some of the attitudes that they have. And although I'm just 37, I feel like I have a very old mindset. <laughs> and my children tell me that and work colleagues have told me that. And I know it stems from my upbringing with my grandma. But it also gives me some grounding too, right? I make decisions wisely. I try to have a moral standing. I don't have um, to wear, you know, clothes that reveal me in such a way to be admired, right? I don't need to do those things because my heart and my values show me in different ways, right, that can be admired by others. So I'm kind of grateful, and I am grateful, that that's the way I have been brought up. And, you know, she always regarded me as her special grandchild. I know that we're not supposed to have favourites, but I think it's because she brought me up. Um, she, You know, obviously she had all the rest of her grandchildren who were very special, you know, including my children and her grandchildren in Jamaica um, and America. But um, we had a really close connection because obviously we've been grown up together um, all my life and I'm just so glad that she got to see me get married that she got to see my children um, and that she you know provided for me as everything that she knew how to and I thank you Grand, for that um, during my grand's passing the morning has been incredibly hard for me um, n- not knowing how plans will will be will turn out, losing her so suddenly in the space of three days, really rocked my world. The morning that I had for and still do have for my gran has been incomprehensible. It was very unforeseeable. I didn't realise I'd miss her as much as I knew I would. But it really has affected um, my attitude to grief, basically. I mean, I've grieved for family members who have passed away in the past. But with my grandmother... With her just passing so quickly without any proper illness really kind of threw me. Um, And I'm so, because she's such a long-standing figure that you're used to seeing her, right? A bit like when the Queen passed. We're used to knowing the Queen of the country, being here for many years. It was like that. It was like so uncommon. It wasn't something I was used to having in my life. I feel like a big gaping hole is in my heart. But the Lord has filled it with scripture, with prayers. And I just want to encourage anyone who has lost a grandmother or grandfather or anyone close to you that the Lord really does see you through the good times and the bad. 
one some scriptures that I have here that um, I would like to reflect on is this one from Psalms 34, 18. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and he saves those who are crushed in spirit. Romans 5, 3. And not only this, but with joy, let us exult in our sufferings and rejoice in our hardships, knowing that hardship produces patient endurance. And Joshua 1, 9 reads, And for this one, I dedicate to what my gran always said, um, because my gran always said the Lord was on her side all the time. And that always... She always used to say that, especially when, after she lost her children. And, you know, especially when her husband had dementia um, and still has dementia. You know, she always used to worry about him and the, the loss of her, her son in 2019 due to cancer. Um, she ended up having a stroke after that. And she tried her best to cope with the loss but it was just showing through her 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 health and um this scripture that you know I found is is what my gran um based her belief on with the lord always being with her so this is Joshua 1:9 and it reads Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified or dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And I just want to say that, you know, I thank Gran for all the decisions she made because otherwise I wouldn't be here. (laughs) Um, Through all the good times and the bads that she faced, she made it through to old age and to be old and to pass is a blessing in itself um and i hope that all who are listening have long life that you cherish and love one another know that god is with you wherever you go no matter what you are doing it says that in joshua 1 9 he is with you wherever you go so thank you for listening And until next time, take care of yourself.